Hey, mom of teenagers. Do you find yourself exhausted from so many of life's responsibilities? Do you just want a moment to yourself where you can just be? Today, this episode is just for you. I'm sharing my morning routine that I have done for several years now that has helped me take on my day with more peace, regardless of what is brought. Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you want to have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything even if she was scared, and listened to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her, until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team, and create a safe space for her to go to, so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot, and throw off those fuzzy slippers, and let's dig in together. Are you looking for a supportive community? The common thing I ask moms that I've worked with To be most valuable is having community with other moms who get it, who are in the weeds too, moms who are also in the season of raising raising tween and teen girls. We need each other to share our issues, our challenges, laugh, encourage, and support one another. And if that's you, I have a free mom community I invite you to be a part of. You can join by going to RaisingHerConfidently.com. Also, become an insider and get weekly emails from me with tips on creating open communication, establishing a safe space, and preparing your teen to make those good choices. You can also sign up at RaisingHerConfidently.com. I'll see you there. Wow, Mama, I just don't have the time. You probably heard yourself saying that. I'm always tired. I want to find time to journal. I need to get into my Bible reading, but... The day goes by so fast. I don't know where the time went. Or maybe, Mama, you are starting to feel a little resentful for not having any me time. When my babies were little, I mean, really, they're not babies anymore. My oldest will be 22 in a few days. (laughs) But I still call them my babies. You get what I mean, right? I remember feeling so tired all the time. Back then, my kids required so much of me. And when I became pregnant with my third, that was when we decided for me to leave my teaching career and to care and raise our children. It was the best choice for us and maybe different for you and your family, which is completely okay. We all have different unique circumstances. But for us, it was me staying at home. I quickly realized caring for my kids immediately became 24-7 a 24-7 gig for me, and yes, my hubby pulled his weight too. That exhaustion quickly escalated because I simply did not have the time as I did when I was working to have a moment. I quickly missed those car rides that I sat alone to and from work, which were really my alone time for me that I didn't recognize at the time. So I had to quickly resolve this and choose to intentionally carve some time out. I'm a morning person. I know there's some night owls out there. My daughter and my husband and my son are 
but I'm a morning person and I have the most energy in the mornings. So establishing a morning routine made sense. Not only was I pouring the best of me into this time, it also spilled into the rest of the day. You know, it took time for me to get into this habit of showing up, waking up, and willing to be uncomfortable and do the uncomfortable work that really benefited me and my family. Because you know, when mama is refueled, everyone gets the benefit of being fueled too. When mama is happy, everyone else is happy, right? (laughs) So here's my morning routine that I wanted to share. I don't want this to overwhelm you if you haven't even started one yet. But start with one, maybe one thing, the one that best suits you or takes, take what I do and make it your own and replace it with something that fills you. So here we go. I'm going to share my morning routine. And this is something I have done for over one and a half decades after, gosh, so many years of establishing this as a habit. You can talk to my kids and they can tell you, oh yes, every morning when I come down, I see my mom at the table, doing her thing, doing her morning routine. And this morning routine really is after getting ready and doing my facial, brushing my teeth, my facial regime. First, I get up before everyone else does. This was so important, especially in the beginning when uh, the needs of my children (laughs) were very demanding and literally everything had to stop to get my kids ready, to make sure they were doing their thing, to get them fed. Now, not so much. So I got up before everyone else, and I still do. I still get up before everyone else. I do this because it is the quietest time in our house. It is the quietest time in our house, which means no distractions, no requests for mama to do something. It was just me in my sacred space. It was glorious, and my sacred space was the dining room table in our nook because it allowed me to look outside at all the greenery. Sometimes even at night, I could see peaks of greenery and even enjoy the sunrise during this time. Then my next thing was to fix my bed. Fix my bed. Get up before everyone else. And then I fixed my bed. Why do I fix my bed every morning? While studies show that it allows us to be more productive. It clears our head when we accomplish one simple thing. This habit only takes seconds for us to do, but the benefit of fixing your bed is tremendous. It sets your day for accomplishment. It sets the tone for the rest of the day when you fix your bed. And when you come back to your room at the end of the day, it's a sanctuary. No one wants to look at a messy bed, but a nice, crisp, ready-made bed is inviting and it sets our day to sleep, our time to sleep, right? And we start all over the next day. There are many benefits to fixing your bed. If you read that book, Fix Your Bed, uh, it explains the science behind just doing that habit every day. So fix, I fix my bed. That's second. Third, I make my coffee. It's so important for me to have my coffee. Not only is it my happiness in a cup, (laughs) the aroma, it's aromatherapy. It smells like home and comfort. I uh, have friends who are in real estate and one of the things they make sure that is on 
and is smelt throughout the house during an open house are coffee and baked cookies. Coffee and baked cookies, because the psychology behind that is that it makes it feel like home and it's comforting. So coffee is an aromatherapy for me. It's warm. It brings me to a place to slow down. And of course, the caffeinated benefits help me the most to be alert for the rest of the day. I love me some coffee and I love me some good coffee. Number four is what I do next after I make my coffee is put some worship music on. For me, it's, it's worship. Music sets the tone. It gets us into a state of either relaxing, whatever mood you're in, relaxing, uh, uh, reflecting, or if it's hip-hop music, it makes you want to groove and dance and get up, right? Music helps us with our emotions and our feelings. And for me, it's worship. It's worship music. After worship, I sit at my table with my journal, my Bible, and maybe a devotional book. And before I even start, I sit quietly and I pray. It's my time, my time. And and faith is so important for me. If you've been listening to this episode for a while, you will know that about me. And this is really my time to meet with Jesus. And I pray and I give that space. Then I have my time for Bible time and devotional and or devotional. This is my time in the word to feed myself, to feed my soul, to be able to reflect on instruction, on inspiration, on truth for me, frankly. And after my Bible time, I journal. I take my journal. I open it up. I've been a journaler ever since I can remember, even as a child. I've had notebooks and notebooks of thoughts. And of course, they've evolved over time as I matured as an adult. But you can find me if I were to ever pass away, and I joke with my husband about this, is that you will find books and books of journals filled with many things. And some of these things are the five things I am grateful for. Every day, I write down five things I am grateful for. Some days are easier. Some days I just really need to stretch. But it sets me into a tone of abundance. It helps me remember that I am coming from a place of abundance, of gifts that have been given to me that I otherwise will lack because of the distractions of the things that I want, right? It sets me in a mood of contentment that I am enough. I have enough. I am worthy. Because the rest of the day will just be add-ons. The rest of the day will be things that I get to experience, right? And the next on my journal is um, on my prayers. I do pray, like I said in the beginning, and these are just prayers of people in my life, prayers of even global situations that I see, and prayers over things that I just need some help in, some clarity in, some wisdom in, and I write those down. And then every now and then, I'll journal my thoughts. Actually, I write a love letter, a love letter to God, just saying exactly how I feel. This is my one place, my one safe space where I just get to spill it all out in my raw thoughts, in my raw feelings, in my raw emotions. I get to just lay it out in my journal. And it's very um, healing for me. It helps me to clear my head 
right? And for some mamas, they just like to brain dump things into a journal. And that's the same concept. It's allowing me to not bear my emotions and carry it through the day, but actually unload it and load it into this journal so that I can be a little lighter throughout the day. So there you have it. Those are the things that I do. I get out of bed (laughs) before everyone else, fix my bed, make my coffee, listen to worship, prayer, my Bible time, and write in my journal. That is my morning routine. Some days it's 15 minutes. When I was raising young kids, 30 minutes if I was lucky. 10, probably more realistic, right? Right before they get up. Nowadays in my season where I have young adults and and an older teen that is actually miles and miles away from me, my time, my morning routine can last up to two hours. Hey, that's amazing. It can last up to two hours. The point is, if you find yourself exhausted from the grind of mom, wife, working professional, entrepreneurial, caregiver duties, I have found a morning routine filled with the things I want to do and I want to pour into myself to be vital. It makes a huge difference in my day. And when I do on occasion skip this routine, oh boy, I do really feel it. So what about you, mama? Do you need to establish a morning routine just for you? Or maybe you already have one, but need to be consistent with it because it makes such an impact on our well-being, your mental capacity, and brings you peace to a busy day. Or maybe you heard something in my routine you'd like to adapt into your, into your own, right? Start tomorrow or start today if your morning has not yet passed. You'll find having a morning routine just for you will bring the potential for an anxious day, some peace of mind instead. I know it does for me. Hey mama, if you haven't joined our free Facebook community group, I invite you to come on over there. You'll find other mamas just like you in there. We need each other. You'll feel less alone. Head on over to raisinghherconfidently.com to join and I'll see you there. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at Linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.